You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, friends. Welcome to You Up, the podcast. We'll hit a pod for you today on Tuesday. I'm joined today in my dad's home office in St. Louis, Missouri, with uh, my pal who's staying here all this week. We had a week off in between um, road shows, Salt Lake City and then Nashville this weekend, which was canceled. And so now Andrew Collin is just at my parents' house in St. Louis, kind of for no reason, just hanging out because we're not going to Nashville. I mean, you're still going to Nashville. Yeah, I... (laughs) It feels good to be here. Yeah, it is weird that, that we don't have. <laughs> you an- said that. You know, when people start off, they go, "It's good to be here." You, it's almost like I was like, "Do you feel good to be here?" You answered in a way that was like, "Yeah, it does feel good to." Like when my therapist sometimes suggests something, and I go, "Yeah, that is what I." But it's not really hitting the nail on the head. It's 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 it, it doesn't feel good. No, 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 no. I it does. Feel How good. does it feel? Yeah. There's little things like the car thing to go get food today. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy to be like, look, I just want to use a car. It's not, is that a big deal? And then your dad got a new car. Right. And he doesn't want me to take that because he thinks I'll crash it in yeah. a mile away from here. I know. It's crazy. He, the, my parents get really weird about like new stuff. They're very materialistic, even though that car is old. <laughs> yeah. The car has. It's 2011 or something. 30,000 miles. And it's already been in a wreck. It's already been in a wreck and been put back together. It's like a refurb. <laughs> but my dad is still weird about it. Wouldn't let you drive that. And he goes, why, don't, why doesn't he take your car? And I'm like, because my car isn't my car. It's a loner. So there's less reason for, you know, I, I can't have you take my car because I don't even have insurance on it for myself, much less you. So it truly is illegal for me to even be driving it, let alone you. So that's why I couldn't let you take it. But then my dad not letting you take their quote unquote new car is so stupid. And it just shows you what I deal with around here. Yeah, that's true. But I guess, you know, one man's trash is trash. (laughs) Is another person's trash. Is another person's trash. (laughs) No, I mean, it's, uh, I get it. I get it. I get protective over something sometimes. But I don't think you do. Maybe I don't. Just use whatever. Right. I get I get the same way. Like you yesterday I bought my root beers that are like eight dollars for a ten pack. It's a lot to spend on a ten pack of soda. You gotta admit, a ten pack, not even a twelve pack. And I just know how you consume things. You're much like me. You'll have one and then you'll want another and then another. And then by the time you eat drink, and it's not even about the price as much as it's about I have to go get more. So yeah. I just bought that for me, and then I bought you and and the rest of my family two 12-packs of seltzer because I was like, oh, he doesn't need this special brand of root beer. And then you're like, that looks good. I want that. That's why I don't like to eat around you because then you get ideas about my food, and then you eat my food. I eat your food out of your bowl? No, like you get my ideas, and then you want what I have, and then what I have is usually around the house, and then you eat it, and then it's less for me, and I have to go buy more to supplement for myself. Whereas if you just eat the things you want, it would be easier because it wouldn't be my things. Yeah, but maybe when your friend thinks of something cool or like something great that you never would have thought of, and and it influences you to make better choices that will actually help your life, not only... It doesn't help my life for you to eat the food that I bought for myself. (laughs) Right, right. It helps my life. I know. Like when I I was, oh, the fasting thing, you told me that... I can't even listen to you talk about diets. uh, I have weird diets up. I don't like anyone talking about diets. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. See how, like, I couldn't even talk about it. Yeah. No, no, no. You can talk about, we can talk about how I don't want to hear about it. Yes. I really have a weird aversion to my friends talking about dieting because I'm so obsessed with food and it haunts me constantly in a way that no one understands. Maybe a couple people understand, but no one understands. The I would say 99.98% of people listening to this do not understand my relationship with food and I don't share it that often, but it's like very, it's, it's not like, um, 
it's very triggering for me to see other people engage in um, dieting and f weird food behaviors because for me, it's like so it, – it's, I can't ex explain it. I just don't – because it impacts me. If I see you starving yourself all day and then I have, to, I have to then starve myself all day because I can't have you eating less than me. I just can't have it. You're a boy. And so when okay, a boy what if I'm eats eating... less than me, I get, I, it makes me furious and then I hate myself and then it'll lead me to depression. It has nothing to do with you. It's all my own thing, but I just can't handle it. But it does affect me in the sense that if, if let's say I want to eat healthier. Yeah, I right. hate it. You hate that. But mm -hmm. don't you think about, wow, Andrew, it's better for him to be healthy. No, because I just don't, I don't think that your healthy choices are actually that healthy. I think that you are just... Um, like yesterday, I, I want to eat a salad for lunch. You're like, you don't want the bun? Yeah. Because I like just, you're putting the bun on me. I know because I'm, I'm projecting because this is what boys do. Boys think that eating salads won't make them more hungry later and make them binge later. So it's not actually preventing you from being, it's not actually healthy. You're going to eat a salad and you're going to be starving way sooner than you would be if you actually ate. But I think you're putting that on me. I know. Yeah. I, I do. I do. I put a and lot the of fasting stuff on people. thing, like, like that's, that's the only reason why I, like, I kind of got upset about that, to be honest. Yeah. Because. Well, let's talk about what it was. Oh, uh, so, so I wrote a post about like fasting. Intermittent how, fasting. Intermittent yeah. fasting, which is when you eat, it's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's the window. You can eat whatever you want just within that window. So if I'm fasting, the only time that it's not like I'm not eating all day, it's mm -hmm. only between six. And if you go to bed at 10 which mm -hmm. i don't but let's just say a normal person it's not that big of a deal right You're just eating earlier yeah so in that sense i didn't know that that was what fasting was that's not that big of a deal so i wrote a thing though about like oh you know my asshole feels better my tongue feels fast like whatever, yeah like diet bullshit mm -hmm. and then i get a text from you go well if you're fasting i can't hang out with you i really can't <laughs> But I, I really, I'm you cutting would give out up friends. A friendship. Yeah. Even if I never. Until you stop fasting because it's not going to last forever. But yeah, I wouldn't be friends with people. I don't, I don't, not friends with people who do weird diet things and like think it's a good idea. I don't. I know. It's interesting. I, I won't because but, I, it's an eating disorder. If intermittent fasting is anorexia and I don't want to, I don't want to hang out with someone. Like I don't hang out with new comics. Right. I don't hang out with guys that just started open mics because they become obsessed and they think that it's their obsession with this thing that I've been doing forever and I'm fucking that. over it. I can't stand someone who I've been intermittent fasting, which is anorexia where you starve yourself and then you eat a lot and then you starve yourself and you eat a lot. And you're during those times that you allow yourself to eat, you only want to eat and that's all you can think about. And when you aren't eating, that's all you can think about is not, is that you want to eat. And it's like, it's just, I know that lifestyle. I don't, I don't want to be around it. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to, and it will start to bleed into my own life. And I'm trying to have like healthy behaviors with food. And if I'm around people who are exhibiting unhealthy ones, I just know it's going to set me off and I just don't want to be around it. I hear you, but I don't know how unhealthy that, like, I think as a joke, I think it's funny to say, well, intermittent fasting, anorexia. I don't know if, if you're eating for eight hours a day throughout that window, if that's anorexia. Like, it's an eating disorder, but it's not anorexia. But we, we can get into it, but it's just not, it's anyway, not healthy behavior with food. But my, my only thing is, and why I got offended was because I, I was 210 pounds mm -hmm. and I'm 5'9 right. and I have high cholesterol and I have high blood pressure. So it's like- I just I, don't think that's going to work for you, intermittent fasting. Well, I think it's an, a quick fix. Okay, I'm just saying in general, though, like if I choose a salad over not eating bread, I need, I do, I should not be that heavy. Like I should be lighter mm -hmm. if I want to live longer and I should eat healthier because I do have a bad asshole. Like, right. So 
when I, when I took that, I internalized that as, wow, she doesn't care about my well-being. Oh, it's, it had nothing to do with that. But I don't think you see that, how people can take it that way? If they're trying to be healthy and you go, well, I don't. Oh, because to me, well, yes, I could see that if you interpreted intermittent fasting as being healthy. To me, it's like being so unhealthy. And, it, and I, it, it, regardless, either one, I don't care about your health. I'm not taking that into consideration. <laughs> I do not. I'm just going to be honest. Why not, though? Because I have my own health to worry about, and that comes first. Because I can't I, – I will die if I am tr- triggered the wrong way with my eating disorder. Okay. It is a life-or-death thing, so I can't – I don't want to – my friends who go on celery cleanses, they're out. I don't do that. I'm I, not crazy. But intermittent fasting is a version of that. It's not celery. I know, but – it's a version of it. I'm just, I have I, to be very diligent about my. I'm with you. Being around people that are exhibiting. I, I, I know it's weird. I can't explain it. But, but that's how I internalized. Initially, I was upset. And yeah. then I thought. Well, I'm more, glad you didn't tell me that you were upset. Well, what do you want from, I don't want to then be like, I don't know. I, I felt like that it wasn't, I, I came to the conclusion what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. And I knew that it had nothing to do with me. Right. But I took it. Like, well, I'm, I will, I am sorry that I'm not I, looking for an apology. That's not why. Well, I you should it. get one because I can be really um, brash and probably very scary and like not nice when I'm in those moments of feeling uh, triggered by my friend's behaviors with food that remind me of my own that haunt me constantly because there is something about um, that I'm just trying to get over is like I can't stand when people do things that I do. I just hate it because I, I know the things I do are not healthy and I hate them and I hate it about myself. So I honestly, it's almost out of love that I don't want other people suffering with the things I suffer with constantly. So like when I see you go take on, cause the way my anorexia came about and like my eating disorder, that is not only like it ruined my life in a lot of ways, but I'm grateful for it. Yada, 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 because it's made me the strong and who I am, but it all started with an innocent diet. It all started with, I'm going to try this thing. And then it just got out of control. And then I lost everything. And that's what I I guess I just put that on other people that they won't be able to control it. It's kind of like taking down a Confederate statue and (laughs) now blowing up Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. (laughs) I just see where it's going. No, but I I know, but I I know my brain. And I, I also know that my ability to not sustain things. Yes. But I also know that like, if I want to lower my carb count and like try to lose some weight that, that I, I don't want to also have like that feeling of like, Oh no, she's going to think that I'm, I'm trying to do like, I'm having like some kind of eating disorder. It's like, no, I just want to eat a salad instead of a sandwich. Yeah. No, I've, I've gotten better about it with you and your dieting things. I'm trying to let them go. And it is a process for me. And I completely want to just say that I am a twat. I'm a fucking cunt to be around sometimes. Like I'm not easy. I'm, I can be very mean. I can be very brash. I can be very, um, Kurt Metzger. No, it's Kurt. Yeah. I think it's a word be bad and i can be really difficult to be friends with and i um and especially with you because i just feel like it's unconditional and that you'll always like be my friend but you absolutely have a right to not be at some point and so i should be more mindful of that well sure i mean but that's not gonna happen you would really have to fuck up for me not to and i you never like fuck up fuck up it's not Mm -hmm. like you do things like out of like spite it's like you know, what I, or at least yes. with me, you know, <laughs> I don't, but I do. I have a jealousy issues. Yeah. Like crazy. Like we were, like, okay. Let's take 
what happened the other day. Like what set you off to that depression? I was like, Hey, do you want to check out this video that Andrew Schultz made? Right. And then and so I, you watched I couldn't it for like two seconds. It. You couldn't watch it. I don't like watching people. If I watch anything, it's because I think you're less good than me. If I can, not, not anything. Cause yeah. I do watch things sometimes that I'm like, and I get triggered and then I start to feel bad about myself. I don't like, I don't want to watch. That's why I'm not going to watch Hamilton. Those people are too talented. It's, it's a problem. I talented don't, in different ways, dude. Why does that affect you at all? I, I, I guess it affects me because I just think that I'm not that talented and that I've tricked people and that somehow, and I've even tricked myself into thinking I'm talented. So if I watch these things, then I'm going to, and it happens all the time. Like that's it? how I slip into depression is I see someone who's more talented than me and I just want to kill myself. Cause it's like, what's the point of existing if you can't be as good as that person? I just can't take it. So wait, the other day with what? But I'm trying to be, find a, a letter my friend should wrote. Should it be in your field though? Like Hamilton's on it. That's like saying like, if you played baseball and you're very good at baseball, then you saw a guy throw a football and you were like, or you watch like Patrick, you know what I mean? Like, why are you even, compa- why, do you think stand up? Cause maybe you want to act one day. Like, why would that even affect you? Right. Um, <laughs> I guess it's because because sometimes I see people that are so, no, I don't want to act and I don't want to dance. I don't know why Hamilton, <laughs> because Hamilton's so, you know what? Actually, it is a threatening, it's threatening thing to me because Hamilton is funny. It's like a quick rap. It's someone who's thinking really quickly. It's someone who's um, taking information and galvanizing it in a way that's really palatable and just brilliant. And that's, that's comedy, essentially. So it is threatening to me. I'm embarrassed to even admit these things. I mean, this isn't easy no, for me I, to say. I, and I'm not- but I truly, um, yeah, I, I feel like the Andrew Schultz thing. I'm glad I watched it because it was really funny and it actually ended up being more inspiring than like, I'm trying to find a thing on my phone where my friends in high school wrote a letter. My friends and I have all been sending each other like notes from high Back school and, and diary yeah. entries and my friend wrote a diary entry and i think she recorded it but that's why i can't find it taylor she wrote something that said like nikki is so abusive to me and kirsten and um i said i am so sad to learn i was abusive i hated myself so much i think i just took it out on you guys which is the same thing that i do now it's like it all comes from like i'm sweating so much by revealing this of myself but i hate myself so much that I take it out on others. Like I was talking to you about yesterday. Anytime you put someone else down, it's because you think they're better than you. Yeah. It's never comes from I, you know, when anytime I put you down, it's because I'm threatened by you. It's not because I think you're shit. It's because I don't like that you, I'm, whatever you're exhibiting is something I wish that I had in myself and I want to belittle you for it so that, you know, like if I make fun of you um, about, a joke. I'm like the joke yesterday that everyone who wrote to me proved to me that they all understood you perfectly. That bothers me because I wouldn't be able to make that joke because I don't think that simplistically and like can't communicate with the masses in that way because I would fuck up the joke by overthinking it. I'll admit I probably would make the joke worse. And that makes me feel sad. So I had to double down and attack you for it <laughs> as opposed to... Um, just being like, wow, Andrew thinks differently than me. Let me celebrate that. It is a threat to me. And so I take it down. So anyway, I said that to my friends and my friend said, um, I said, thanks for being my friend. Despite it, I am so glad I get to redeem myself in adulthood. And then I explained where maybe my abusive streak came from, um, you know, just self-esteem issues. And then my friend Taylor, who had shared that recording, said, I don't have a single memory of being abused. You were probably watching me write that, and I was trying to be funny. I think we were all very rough on each other. So 
I mean, I don't know, but it, it was, it was eye opening to me that I used to be like mean. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Can I share this? Of course. Hold on. Shit. My best friend, but she was very abusive. Wait, hold on. Let me start it over. <laughs> I just heard abusive. Oh my God. Nikki is my best friend, but she is very abusive. She beats up me and Kirsten like we are her wives, and she's an old fat Hoosier. But she's the prettiest and funniest girl in the world, and that's why she is my best friend because she is funny, but also an abusive spaz. Oh my God. <laughs> I heard that, and I was just devastated. Yeah. Because I don't remember being that way. And I, I probably don't even realize you've let me see how mean I can be. You've really like been, it, it might take a couple weeks, but you eventually come around and go, Hey, when you did that thing that sucked. And so I'm able to see it and I'm trying to be better and be a better friend and like build my friends up. But there's something in me, man, that wants to destroy anything that threatens me and makes me feel like less than I've noticed this in other people, the kind of thing that I'm doing. I think it's classic. It's low self-esteem. It's, it's, it's being raised to think that, it's comparing yourself to people and knowing that the only way to achieve something is to not, not be better than people, but actually make them feel worse about themselves so that you can be better than them. Oh, it's, it's classic bullying, but there's something to it where I think it's like, there's almost a fear that maybe that person will leave you. So then you try to control, mm -hmm. have some kind of control because you'd, because of the insecurity within yourself, you don't think that person will love you for just who you are, maybe? Or, yeah, or there, I think that's, there's something to that. But I, with you and me, like, or any of my friends, I mean, I was thinking this the other day, I don't, to you, I don't know why I think that people are friends with me. Yeah. Because they I can get about something that. of it. Yeah. And like, it's that I, I'm, I don't know what I bring to people's lives outside of, oh, if, you know. I, I mean, I've told you this plenty of times. You've brought so, I mean, I would not be here. But I'm not, but because I've given you opportunities, but am I that fun of a hang? You are. When you're fun, you're fun. When you're not fun, you're not fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's you. And I know when that you'll be, I don't know. I don't think your lows are that bad anymore. Yeah. I mean, at least from what I've seen or from what I've- We haven't seen each other for four months. I, I mean, I've been here a day and a half. I've seen a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the best, the best. Just earlier today with the bread thing. Wow. <laughs> so I did a post to copy this girl, Raina Greenberg, who made a post where she was completely naked mm -hmm. with, with bread, with uh, like a zucchini bread. Yeah. So I thought it'd be funny to do a completely naked pose, but with hamburger rolls. Right. Because it's the opposite bread. Obviously, it's just cheap and yeah. I look worse. And it's like on a plate. In front and of it's me. on a plate in front of me. So I took the bread out of the bag nicely. My hands were washed. You better not have eaten that bread. I didn't even put, there was, there was 10 rolls in there. I only used four of them mm -hmm. to make sure that I didn't grab all of them. And then you look at the picture and instead of laughing, you go, did you uh, put the bread back in the bag after you used it? I go, yeah. You go, well, that's disgusting. Mm -hmm. But like in a way where it was like, I almost killed your dog. Well, actually you might I mean, like that. Yeah, I would have loved that. But, but she was wisely though. <laughs> I mean, she was wily. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Wiley. I hate Wiley. <laughs> Humanize Wiley. Everyone has written. No, Why did right. Nikki hate Wiley? You're right. you're right. I was a bitch to you right away. And maybe that was out of jealousy that you made a funny post. Like, I don't know if it was, um, yeah, that you, that you had fun today and I wasn't getting to because I have to get work done or because you and my dad had like a fun moment <laughs> shooting that that I didn't get to be a part of. It, I had a fun moment with your dad <laughs> picking out a spot in the house where I could get naked. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I think it's, I, you know what I'm so jealous of you for, and I'll just say it, is that you can just like think of things and do them and not overthink it and just like 
just you just like fly by the seat of your pants and you don't over you don't go so often I don't do things because I'm like it won't be good enough so I'm not even gonna do it you just do it anyway and oftentimes it's just it is good because you just did it yeah but that same token I think like I'm so jealous of your work ethic and how you can accomplish things and and make them like there's beauty in like like when I made Bronco Boy or whatever that like yeah the we shot it like we edited it even that though was like improvised but like I realized when you actually make something good, mm -hmm. you feel better about yes. yourself rather than just throwing things out into yeah, the when atmosphere. Yeah, you spend time. And, but that takes, but the, the spending the time looking at something and, and redoing it, that's a really hard process. Well, because and if I'd it fails, it's it. going to hurt more. If I just mm. take a picture and just uh, fucking throw it out. If you just you say picture without even saying the T part. Or the C. <laughs> Bear. Bear. <laughs> Burr. <laughs> no, you're right. If you just take a picture and you just throw it out and it doesn't have, you didn't put much thought into it. Who cares if no one likes it? What did you do? You, did, yes. you wasted no time. There's no, there's no stakes. But there's something beautiful about like, okay, that was actually like that picture, pic, picture <laughs> was designed, whatever. Like I, I had a little bit of thought into it. Yeah, that was But like the I other thought. day, like what I love. You did not wash your hands, grab the burger buns, take them out of the thing. That you yelled at me that I ate yesterday, which you took out of the bag. Did you put that one back in the bag? Yeah, but- I didn't oh, take them shit. And I don't oh, eat them. Oh, shit. <laughs> so anyways, um, no, I got my brother brought and they didn't have a, a beach pass for me. So my brother and his wife and my nephews, we went to the beach. I had to hide in the back of the car to get into the beach without a pass. Right. They put me under a blanket. Yeah. And then lied to the kids about me having a beach pass. Oh, right. But I filmed all that. Mm -hmm. It was spurred a moment. There was no thought in it. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was some of the best entertainment I could ever even like right. drum up. And that, those are the kind of things that like, it's hard to recreate that when you try to make things. Yeah. That's, that's why I want to do a reality show. It's like, yeah. you don't have to think about it. You can just live and you don't have to overanalyze it. And that's why I like stand up too, because you do it and then it's gone and you don't have to look back on it. And, and, and I don't have to, and that's why I'm struggling with doing stand up now is because if I'm doing one show a month, I have to look at my notes. I have to think about what did I just say? What do I really want to remember? But if I'm doing it every night, I don't have to think. It just happens. So that's what I was crying to my therapist about today. And all of the same stuff. I mean, this is all, it's really good to talk about. And I hope that people don't think I'm a terrible person. You're not. I think in many ways I am. You don't understand some of the thoughts I have. They're so fucking mean and dark. And, um, and I hate them about myself. I wish I could just only wish, like there's a meditation that Sam Harris leads you in sometimes. You guys have done the waking app meditation. Mm -hmm. um, there's one called Meta. And if you're familiar with that kind, and it's said that way, it's really obnoxious. He like really, Meta, but Meta? Meta. Meta. I don't know why. -E it's like a child saying Meta. Yeah, like learning how to say it. It's like how you would say picture if you were thinking about it. I love how you described how a child said it and then said it like a child again. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> that's how you're supposed to say it is like a child learning how to speak. Meta. No, no, no. The, t the meditation is called meta. I don't know why. I think it has like an apostrophe and like oh, maybe okay. a little right. weird accent. So what do you do in it? you wish loving kindness to others. So the meditation is like you feel kindness when you wish it upon others. So what he does is he has you think of someone that you have a non-complex relationship. Like if you were being, if you were doing it, you wouldn't think of me. You would, or you wouldn't think of your dad or your brother, or you would think of someone who just you own, like you would probably think of your nephew or um, someone you only want to feel the good things about. Like that someone you have a non-complex relationship with. I cannot think of anyone 
for this. <laughs> now, and, and it's not because there's no one I don't have a non-complex relationship with. It's because during the meditation, all you have to say over and over is, I wish, I wish them uh, a life of free of pain free of anxiety, free of worry. I wish them nothing but happiness. I wish them, and by wishing love and kindness and all these things, you therefore feel them yourself because you realize I really want this for someone and I can wish it for animals. No problem. I can do that for animals, but humans, other humans, I'm too jealous to wish total happiness to another human because I am so jealous of having someone feel just only happy that that's when i get mad at you is when you're too happy i know it's happened you've said that before you even you say happened i'm yeah. mad because it's close to the word happy yeah happening <laughs> happening i don't know what that is does i would love a dm from someone no, if I, anyone relates to I other people being that, happy though. and you uh, want to bring them down because you're so sad i know i just i guess the question though is like how can you and start enjoying more i don't know i know what it is the answer is loving yourself and accepting yourself and not comparing yourself. And a lot of it is in that video that I told you guys about yesterday. The, I shared it, go back and listen to the podcast from yesterday to watch. It's, it's all the lessons from um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. I mean, that really is what this is about, but I just, I, I hate admitting that I have low self-esteem because people always write me and they're like, you're beautiful and you're funny and you're all this. And I got to say, it doesn't matter what you say. It, if it worked that way, that accolades made you feel esteem, it, I, would fee, I would feel good. I know. There's just like things that I don't like, know what to do. I don't know. I mean, think back when you're – so I stayed at my brother's for the last month and a half. Mm-hmm. So I was around my nephews a lot. But my brother, we, he had lacrosse sticks, right? Mini lacrosse sticks with the ball. And almost every other day, we'd go outside around 6 p.m. and just toss. And I know that sounds like ridiculous, but it's like just that moment. And those are like kid things that made me so happy. Like, oh my God, can I go play? Can yeah, I go play? And then yeah. you get to play and you get to just throw a fucking ball yeah. with a stick and you forget about the world. You just live and you catch and you throw. Same with surfing, anything like that. And I don't know if you feel that during running or whatever, but like, I feel like those are some of the things that like, no, when running. I look at you, I don't, I don't, it's, I get sad sometimes because I feel like you don't enjoy those I don't like enjoy little anything. things. Yeah. I'm enjoying this, honestly, because I feel like this is an actual real conversation that isn't about just some like fluffy shit. And like, this is like, we're having a conversation that people do not, no other comedy podcast is having a conversation like this. Actually, I heard. <laughs> you heard Schultz. <laughs> Schultz did a good one with Tim <laughs> Dillon on Patreon. 65 more jokes than it too. God damn it, Schultz. <laughs> you got to watch. By the way, I will give a shout out to the, someone I'm jealous of is Andrew Schultz. He made a video about just woke Hollywood and you guys got to go watch it. I wanted to hate it so bad and I wanted it to not be funny, but it was so good and it is so good. But I, you're right. And running is not something that I do to like relax it. It does get me, it, it distracts me from my own thoughts. I turn up the music. I'm so distracted by how hard it is that I can't think of the negative thoughts. P- tossing a ball around, like that sounds good. And I want to try to do more of those things that just, because as soon as you said that, when you were like talking about being a kid, I was not plagued by this shit as a kid. I think, I don't know what age it happened, but it just switched from being like, I just want to have fun all the time. I, I'll do this. I'll do that. Like not overthinking anything. And then something happened and I just can't enjoy swimming, for instance. We got to wrap up this podcast. But swimming, I, would, I haven't been in the pool since I've lived here and since it's been open. And I'm not going to go in the pool because when I was a kid, all I did was do the pool. That's all I did was swim. Now I don't see the point of it. You just stand. What, what are we getting done here? And it's like because it's fun, Nikki. And I don't yeah. know what fun is. 
I'm well, trying you, to think of well, the you last don't, time yeah, I Yeah, without, without there being a goal in mind yes. or like something to achieve, right. you think it's pointless. Yes. Because, and then you also, of not being good at it. Like, I w- it was funny because I was on the diving board. I, I wasn't going to dive in, but yesterday I just went on the diving board. I was yeah. walking around and I remember jumping off. Like, it brought, like, I haven't been on a diving board in years. Right. And I remember jumping off a diving board as a kid and you would just line up. And you're like, I'm going this time. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm doing a front flip. I'm doing, a, and I was on the diving board and I started checking it to be like, okay, will it fall? Like, yes. I started to analyze the diving, like, and it's like, when did I become such a fucking, like, but then again, I thought about it, I was like, the older you get, the less room there is for air. Like, you'll hurt yourself if you, Oh, like, diving you boards for me. <laughs> air shows, diving boards. I used, that's when my panic used to set in as a kid and we got to wrap up, but like, nothing elicited more stress and anxiety from me as a kid. I had a couple things that would make me go off the deep end and make my parents look at each other. You know, when you see your parents look at each other, and clock how what an insane child they have did that ever happen to you uh yeah where but, you would see them worry about you or kind of just be like oh my god like what the fuck did we they were make? too busy fighting to even yeah, know i was in the room that sucks. but yeah but yeah so then Maybe they were, protected you but there were just a couple things in my childhood where i saw my parents look at each other like she's special like we have a, a special case on our hands like just throwing tantrums about small shit but every year at tree court at my at my pool named tree court um they would have like the dads and the moms i mean i'm getting i feel i feel it right now the anxiety i would always want to go home early but even the idea that it was happening and i wasn't there would stress me out was dads would jump on the diving board i am getting like the way we are on a two-lane highway like thinking about this what is it though it's when you jump on the diving board, dads would jump and then they would jump back up and then they would do like a double jump to get oh, as much yeah. spring. And I was so scared that they were going to break the diving board or <laughs> they were going to hit it in a weird way. And I just, or they were going to hit the side of the pool and smack their head or my, somehow my dad was going to be injured or another, like I can't stand that stuff. And that used to, so diving boards for me never elicited much fun unless I was in, unless I was doing it because I knew I would do it the responsible way. I think if you're anywhere around our age, you remember Greg Luganis hitting his head? Do you remember yes. that? Yes, that was that, that was, was like world news. That was huge yes. news. Yeah, fucking Wiley. Anyways, but yeah, and I just remember like that might have changed how people perceived. Yeah, I think it was something a- about that. Yeah. I don't know. I got to show you these trampoline guys. Oh, no, no, no. Dude, I, would, I know. That's I why I think you it. need exposure therapy. No, I would never go to <laughs> circuses because I don't like death-defying things. I would never go see uh, the Beatles Cirque du Soleil thing, even though I heard it's amazing. I don't want to see anyone doing anything death-defying. It, like, makes me – I think I just aged two years sitting here even reliving it. I get what you're saying, though. Like, if I watch the videos – oh, you're going to get chills like, from this. Like, Tosh.0, I've never watched. No, the ones where the guys are walking on the top of skyscrapers – and they're on the corner, like oh yeah, or they're oh. jump. They jump like there's space in between each column, and they're jumping column to column <sighs> over <gasps> two thousand feet. So Why any does... slip, just fucking dead. I and know. It's just, and it's, it's always nuts. white people. It's always just dumb white people that can't. Like I don't know. They I, just do dumb shit. I know. Um, let's go do some dumb shit. Okay, what are we gonna go do? Do you want to go dive? <laughs> can you do a backflip? I can do a front flip. I can do a backflip. All right, let's do it. We'll put it on video. Okay. Well, I don't know if I want to be seen on the swimsuit on yeah, video. That's talk about death defying. <laughs> I don't need anyone being like, you look good for your age. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, it's hard when you get that. Sometimes you wish you only had like 10 fans and you could control exactly who they are and what yes, they say. Yes. And the, but even the ones that are so agree, like effusively like positive irritate me sometimes too. That's true. Because I'm like, you don't get it. 
<laughs> you know, the ones that think I'm shit, I'm actually like, yeah, you, you're the ones that get me. It's <laughs> unbelievable. But I want to say, regardless of all this stuff, Andrew, thank you for being so vulnerable on the show today. Um, and thank you for being honest with me. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you to everyone who's listening. And um, I hope you still listen, want to listen after the show and you realize that I'm a bad person. And also DM me anything you want and keep sending me your cuz. I'm going to get to them at some point this week. They're so they're making me laugh so hard. Cuh, cuh, cuh. If you don't know what cuh is, go listen to Friday's episode and I'll explain it. Andrew, do you have a cuh for today? Anything cuh? Well, something that is cuh is my podcast. <laughs> no, your podcast isn't cuh. No, I know, but I did want to just promote it. I yeah, didn't know how else to get into it oh, yeah. without saying it was. Yeah, if you enjoy Andrew, you will love his podcast. He is all things honest and just silly and fun. And um, he got recognized at the airport yesterday from it. He has tons of fans from Puddles, the podcast. Go subscribe, download, and support his Patreon. Go throw five bucks a month his, his way if um, – if, if you know what's good for you because uh, you'll get mini episodes, bonus things. Um, and that's how he's making money right now is his Patreon. So if you want to do a good thing, donate to, to Andrew through his Patreon. Puddles is the podcast. Andrew T. Collin yeah, on Instagram. You've been on it, what, three times? Or yeah, four? probably going to be in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, you will. Okay, sweet. I can't, I look forward, I can't, I can't look forward to it. I look forward <laughs> That to was it. a combination of I look forward to it and Maybe I can't wait. I'll just wait. post this on Puddles too. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty good one. Yeah, we did, really we, did we, uh, we worked through some stuff today. If I didn't do anything today, I did this and it feels good. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Squirt, squirt. <laughs> this has been a Comedy Central podcast. Ow.